All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. R&B money! We up! Thanks. Take Valentine. We are the authorities on all things R&B. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Tank. I'm Jay Valentine. This is the R&B Money Podcast, the authority Mm -hmm. on all things R&B. Yes, sir. My guy can do all things. Mm-hmm. You better be able to play. Mm-hmm. You better be able to play it. All things. Mm-hmm. Can you write it? Can you write it? Mm-hmm. Can you produce it? Mm-hmm. All things. Can you DJ it? Huh. Mm-hmm. Can you perform it? Huh. Mm-hmm. All things. Your guy's not better than my guy because my guy is my guy Mars. Make some noise. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Truly gifted. Love. True. And what's crazy is that. Hold on, how, how did you get the name My Guy Mars? Okay, so it started with Mars. My name is Lamar. Uh-huh. So um, I've always been known to do things different than most people. Or if, you know, with our production company or, you know, our band, they're like, mm-hmm. yo, let's try it this way. I'm like, let's try it the left way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was always me doing that. So that kind of came like, you know what? 
I'm gonna call you Mars. You always, you just not on this world. Uh, my homegirl Tavia from not, Ivy Sisters. Yeah, 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 she yeah. was like, yo, I'm gonna call you Mars. You always going against everything that, I'm like, I like that. You know what I'm saying? So I just started, it was just Mars. And um, the my guy thing came from Tyrese, believe it or not. My guy. My guy. It sounds, sounds part, it, it so, makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, now. <laughs> it was like underdog days, you know, whatever, whatever. And uh, yeah. It just kind of happened like that. I feel like my guy is organic to you, period. Yeah. Like, anytime somebody says, you know Mars? Oh, my God, Mars? Yeah. That's my guy. It, yeah. follow, it follows. Yeah, yeah. With, it Nigga, that's my guy. Nigga, that's... Mm-hmm. And that's, like, universal. Right. Where everybody says, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. And For that's sure. hard to have in this industry and in these streets mm-hmm. where everybody has that kind of reverence. Yeah. That means people fuck with you. How dope of a guy you are. People Love. really, really fuck with you. Man, that's I mean, it's amazing. I mean, outside of like saying it and endorsing it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's one of the main things too, like being known for, you know, saying it like um and the sentiment of it. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. And then, um I think that kind of like plays a lot into just the name. Mm-hmm. But it's like more of like the experience or like who what I what I represent, right? Absolutely, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, Absolutely, because yeah. I can't I haven't met anyone who's had a bad experience with you. There it is. That's real Love. shit. Yeah, that's real shit. I have. Yeah. I'm sure there's somebody out there that can't wait to comment in, in the comment. Yeah. Nah, see, I'm telling you that nigga. Like, <laughs> I can't. I can't wait. I can't wait to address it or to apologize. Yeah, we go, we will address you. You hear me? Because this is our guy. Yes, sir. Mars. Yes, sir. Love. Um, you do everything, bro. Almost like like you're like you're as Jay likes to say you're a real Swiss Army knife mm-hmm. that part no nah, man and the rooms it. you've been in that you've been creative in mm-hmm. your input has been necessary as you say you have this thing where you're able to see something completely different than what everybody else is seeing right and your discography reflects that. I I can hear it. I I I know left when I hear it. No facts. You know what I'm saying? I know I know when a nigga is not right in his mind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Making some shit. I'm like, why would he? Uh, Smarts. But that's what makes you Mars stand out in, in music, room. though. Yeah. No Honestly, facts. and and being able to stand on that ledge sometimes because you know yeah. it's easy for niggas to be like, man, I don't fuck with that, and now I don't fuck with him. Because right. this shit is too, you know what I mean? But right. you're well-versed in what you do as well. It's not like you're just some guy who's just, oh, since everybody is saying this, I just want to say something different. No, I actually can break it down to you. That's right. why. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I have the information. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. everybody don't got the information. And to get the information, you got to do time in this shit. And that's, yeah, I think that's the important part. I think that's um, something that um, isn't as present, you know what I'm saying, nowadays, because a lot of people... Um, you could fast track your way go to success. Say, go, go ahead and tell them so that they take the shortcut. You could fast track your, your your way to success nowadays, and it was like I literally was privileged enough, and that's why I think this is like this is amazing and beautiful because it's like I was influenced by and have been influenced by both of you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying in different ways, and I also have been able to work and see you work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, back then, if 
I was just talking about this earlier. If you wasn't in the room, you didn't know what was going on in the room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have the phones and, you know what I'm saying? All of that shit. It was like, if I wish was, a nigga would put a, pull out a camera back in them days. What? And Michael now Jackson slapped that shit. So I would have slapped <laughs> oh that phone God. down so fast. Like, Quincy in this joint. You see Quincy right there. <laughs> Quincy Jones here. He's scoring shit. It's like he's wow. scoring shit. <laughs> and nigga, and nigga Mike. They go, Mike, stop messing with your nose, man. Stop messing with <laughs> your nose is fine. Everybody tell Mike his nose is fine. Like, that's our, we live in a wild That's time. what's going on now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it distracts, you know, the process as well as just like, you know, you just don't get the same education. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I got to see the education. I got to see you guys writing the songs. I got to see Harvey, vocal producer. I got to see Damon doing his shit. I got to see every, mm-hmm. like, how the greatest songs that people love are made and the songs that I grew up listening to are made and you know being a church musician being somebody that's told coming into the industry all right you can't do this you can't do that I was doing all the left shit I was and the left shit really is just like your experience like your character who you are your identity of uh, church gangster shit yeah you know what I'm saying and it's like I ain't a gang member but it's like being around niggas that you know i can tell their stories musically that's yeah. how you you know be able to um create a sound for nipsey or be able to be the only producer that nipsey would endorse or the only production company that nipsey would endorse and all the music had to come through us you know what i'm saying because we understand the experience we understand who the artist is we know how to convey it and there may be something that um gravitates to him or something that he likes about the beat but it's like how can we put it into, you know, our terms? How can it be in LA on Crenshaw? How yeah. can it sound like it look? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I think that was the the dope thing that I got to see from y'all was like the experience. And then I, I was able to take that and practice that and have it take you down. And you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, All yeah. of these different moments that I'm practicing and like witnessing this shit in real time. And yeah. that's, that's, the, that's the experience and the shit that I, uh, you know, advocate now. It's like for people to really educate themselves. Now we got YouTube. You can literally go look at a thousand videos on. There's no reason want. not to have you know any type of education on yeah. any subject yeah. for that matter. But let, let, let's talk about that. Then. Yeah. Let's 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 go back. <clears throat> right. Let's let's go back to South Central. Let's go back to L.A. In the beginning, for you, mm-hmm. you know, as as Tank says, you know, when 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 someone or when you yourself identified that you were going to be special in this thing. And this is something that you wanted to do with your life. Because this isn't always everybody's choice. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're a little kid. And and, and I've, I've known you a long time. Right. You've always been in music. It's been years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you've done your 10,000 hours. No facts. Two or three times. You know what I mean? Like, you've, <laughs> exactly. you've done it. You know what I mean? So, you know, can you give us, you know, just a rundown of, of growing up in L.A., growing up in the church, and then what y'all grew up around this well, whole time? My my um my experience of church was different because my dad was like the nigga in gospel. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> the nigga in gospel. I'm just saying, like he, <laughs> yeah. he what, like you know he was the person, and it's like I, you know I see a lot of him and myself now. You know what I'm saying? Looking back, but um yeah, he like you know had an album, started a record company uh, with my name in 1988, but he was the only person that was like. Bring in Thomas Whitfield out here. Bring in John P. Key. Bring in uh, 
Fred Hammond, bringing, you know what I'm saying? He was cool with all of these people. He was the only person on Maddie Mo Moss uh, Clark album that wrote a song. Like, she she writes all her music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But she loved my dad so much, she took his song, took took him under, you know what I'm saying? Wow. So this was like a whole thing. What's your pop's name? Clifton Edwards. Clifton Edwards, okay. Clifton Edwards Jr. So, and I just seen uh, Uncle Charlie and he like, man, I know who you are. The Cliff, you Clifton, son. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy because people know me in that world from that, but mm -hmm. growing up, it was like, I didn't know what, who none of them niggas was. I just know I'm in church and this sounds crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like this, like I grew up around these they were people. the upper yeah. echelon yeah. of music. Yeah, yeah it wasn't yeah. like a regular the highest where level of gospel yeah. music. They were the yeah. highest level. Yeah. Bruh, I'm, and they're doing concerts. And this your dad's church? This is my grandfather's church. Grandfather's church, okay. My dad was, you know, Working there, minister music, doing you know all of that, and do, doing concerts and stuff. So, how I met Warren was my mm. cousin Dewan, uh, David, Gramico, Gramico, Warren, yeah. and Joy yeah. were were in a group. Um, so was Zion, and they, my dad, like let them you know perform at the church. So that was like they first you know uh, the Johnson sisters, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, this yeah. is how I like know them moving on. But this was my Four years old, five years old, you know, being introduction. Around. Yeah, like you get exposed to the gas, and I'm like, what is going on? So I'm just around the drums every day. Like I just know I want to be a part of something over here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I start being around the drums, start playing the drums. Around like four or five, I start. I could you know play the drums, standing up, whatever, carry a service. Then my dad did another live recording. Uh, around like ten or eleven, my first live recording. I want my son to play. You know what I'm saying? So all the pressure on me, I'm like, okay, cool. I play, do the live recording. Then somebody donates the organ to the church. That Sunday, I'm playing the drums. My dad is like, Lamar, get on the organ. You've never played before, Never played ever. the organ, ever. I played the piano a little yeah, yeah. bit. Because but that is a, a very different instrument. Very different. Yeah. yeah. He like, Sister Fanny donated the organ. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Lamar, get on, get on the organ. I'm like what? So I go into Oregon, and he just starts singing, singing you, "Amazing you just Grace." Just start following. No, I did not. No, no. I was sweating <laughs> bullets. <laughs> I was like, "What?" I'm looking at draw bars, and it's yeah. two different kids. Did you feel a set of arms come across your shoulders? Like, let me. Let it me was get in none here. of that. The pulpit <laughs> was over there, you? and the organ was all the way over here. And to add insult to injury, my dad thinking he's helping is calling out all the things I should play. So you telling you telling the audience in the church, the whole church that I don't know what I'm doing while I'm figuring out that I don't know what I'm doing. And then gonna make me play the song like E flat. No, that's E flat, E flat major. Okay, yep. Uh make uh, a two F minor. Like he doing that through the whole song. He wow instead of just going over there and playing it himself. <laughs> I hold the mic like hey, it was service. That's a different right type of school. That's so a different type of school. After to hold that, knocks. every day I went to the church and I practiced the organ, and it's my favorite instrument now. But that was like the first time I played. So, you know, by that time, I had figured out okay, I got a drum set, I got keys, and it's an organ at the church. So every Christmas and birthday, I'm gonna ask for a different instrument. So that's kind of how I start learning how to play everything else. But once I got to the point of making beats it was on accident somebody else uh donated the keyboard 
to my to the church. Shout out to the donations. Matter of fact, it was uh, shout out to the donations. Uh, my dad's friend Ron Thomas. Shout out to Ron Thomas. So he donates the Trinity to the church. Come on, every self that Trinity. I'm playing in the Trinity. I'm in the vibe now. I'm playing keys. Me and my cousin Armand, rest in peace. It's, it's a two band, but it sounds like it's four or five of us. Like I'm playing. I got it figured out now. One day I'm at the church and I accidentally pressed the record button, like the sequence button. And I just went to a whole nother screen and I was like, oh shoot, like I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I ain't know how to get back or nothing. So I'm just like trying to figure it out. And that's how I start like learning how to make beats. And it was never like, let me do what I'm thinking. It was like, all right, let me see if I can do something like like the radio. So I'm practicing crush on you. Yeah. But I practice crush on you until I get it like immaculate. Perfect. Like yeah. exactly so like the record. Like the sounds at like the church. Yeah. You feel huh? me? You practicing crush on you at the church? Yeah. yeah I'm practicing the music yeah. I mean, you to know, crush just, on you. you know. Listen, I, played, I should be trying to figure out what you church I wasn't, doing. I man. wasn't. Play, <laughs> I played 12 play during offering. So I played I just, 12 play. We all played something during offering. We all, we all had a girlfriend or something and did a little shout out. Like, hey, <laughs> you playing that, that was you, baby. Yeah, I was playing so anxious. My dad, uh, keep the church. Keep the church. Like, how you know what it is then, nigga? Nine o'clock. I'm playing it. I'm like, I'm supposed to be getting away with this. How you you're not even supposed to know what this is? Yeah, keep the church now. Yeah, man. Wow. My dad was in my head. But, um, yeah, uh, damn, yeah, you made me lose my train of thought. Uh, you started sequencing. <laughs> yeah, I, started, I was crush on you. So, yeah. yeah, so boom, I finally get it dope. And I'm like, you know, before service, I'm like having my homies come around, like, hey, look, tell me what this is. Boom, boom, boom. Or then I start asking them, hey, tell me, uh, what, what beat should I make? You know, so that's kind of how I start like making beats. But I never really thought about like making beats for artists. I never thought about producing like my own mm-hmm. nothing i just was just making music and um after i after i graduated i graduated high school early my dad was very adamant about getting me out the house so he's like <laughs> <laughs> his his thing was like when we wear the same size one of us gotta go so he's like, Shit. wow, yeah. So my son, where my size? Damn, I'm about to kick him out. You gotta kick him out yeah, now. Co- he ain't finished with school yet. According to the rules of Mars, that's why, I, that's why I graduated early. I'm like, okay, well, I went. We had I had independent study. This is like I don't even want to go into the whole thing, but the short version is my dad low key thought I was special because the teachers would always say Lamar is Lamar is so bright. And he always does great on all of his work, but um, he's always like beating and doing stuff in class. And it, and like in my head, we didn't have no voice recorders, we had no phones, no voice memos, none of that. So I always had beats that I heard and try to like do the beat from first so period to second, it. all the way until I got to the church. Then when I get to the church, I can record the beat. Yeah, yeah. But nobody, I can't explain that to you. You can't no, even talk have, back to your parents. They have no so idea. It was it's like, like a rubber glass for a moment. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know, just going through this. And then I go through, you know, the whole thing where I'm sitting in a class with, you know, people with helmets and all kinds. Of, and I'm like, I know I'm not supposed to be here, but this, you know, then it gets to you, you was in the class that's with the little I'm telling TV, you, Robert that Glass television. You, him and Robert Glassford was in there telling <laughs> Oh, y'all was watching Home Alone? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man, these schools don't know, man. Bruh, it was a crazy experience, bro. 
And I mean, wow. it didn't last long because right. my mom, thank God for my mom, a praying mom and a wonderful, a like, she is, like mom. my mom is the best. Yeah. She, like, I probably wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for my get mom. My, yeah. Get my son out of this little TV room. She, she's like, if you don't get. Yeah. So, you know, later I went on independent study. Go on independent study. And uh, uh, Nissan calls me to go out for Aaliyah. Shout out to Nissan. And I was like 16. And I freaking love, I was like crazy about Aaliyah. My dad was, my dad already knew. So he like talked to Nissan, like, yeah, no, nah, uh, Lamar got to finish his school. Like he can't, you know, boom, 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 boom. So I'm like, all right, cool. So doing, doing, you know, doing my schoolwork, boom, boom, boom. Then I'm about to uh, finish graduating. Of course, the tragic thing happened. Yeah. And I'm like, Low key mad at my high key mad at my dad, yeah. you know what I'm saying. But at the same time, I like really was like, dang, like I just want to make music, you know what I'm saying? Like that because that was the only thing that was like would take me away from every. I had a keyboard in my room. I'd just be in there all day long, just playing, calling homies. Hey, what's this chord? Hey, you know what I'm saying? Like it was no Instagram. It was very like experimental, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? So saying all that to say, when I when I graduated. Um, I finished school early and I moved, uh, I was in Lancaster. So we moved from Inglewood, 92nd and Venice to Lancaster, finished school out there, did school out there. And then I came back out here to North Hollywood, met this lady at the bank. The first day I set up my bank account, she was trying to hit on me. I found out later as I got older, but she was, you know, oh, where are you going? Long story short. Yeah. I got a studio across the street. I'm like, all right, cool. She had a studio across. She the had a studio. Um, her and her hu- husband owned it, so she's like, "Yeah, come, I, come to the studio. I have one producer there, but you know he's kind of hardly there. Whatever, whatever." The producer ends up being D Smoke's cousin, which I don't know at the time. Hmm. C Note. Yeah. So I get to the studio. They got all this shit in there. I lose my shit. I just start going crazy. Just and she like. Oh, yeah. She called her husband. Boom, boom, boom. All right. So look, if you can get us 15 beats like a, a year or like a beat a month, then you can have the studio for free. This is like the I just met this lady. So I'm like, all right, cool. She give me the keys. I go in the studio that night. I make the 15 beats that night. <laughs> I put, burn it on CD. This is what CD is. I made I think it was like 18. I burned a CD, gave it to her. Boom. Now I'm in the, stu- now I'm in the studio. It's yours. My studio. Me and C-Note, you know, shared it. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll be in there every now and again. But I was in there, like, pretty much all the time. This is where the weed and all the shit comes in because the homies start coming through. You know, I got my own studio. I'm here just making music. How old are you? You fresh out I'm, of high school? I'm 17. Oh, you ain't even 18 yet. Yeah, 17. So, um, I'm, I'm staying up the street by that Denny's. I was signed to Warren. I know exactly. Don't, I was signed to Warren to my block. So, we would go. I, uh, well, this was later. Later, I got signed to Warren, but before, Fever is right around the corner, right? So, um, my apartment is right there by the So, Denny's. are you a church musician at this point? <clears throat> yeah. You so, playing in the church. That's how, that's how you surviving. I playing in the church from all the whole time. Okay. But, like, once I started getting paid, it was probably around, like, 15, 16 mm-hmm. or something like that. What you making at the church? My dad was paying me, like, at first, you know, it was like- uh, we give you like seventy five dollars, you know. Then mm-hmm. get a hundred dollars, and then um, no, we was getting seventy five dollars. Then my uncle 
was like, yo, you mind if I take Lamar to um, this church down the street before church? Mm-hmm. It's, it's only for like, you know, an hour. So he's like, yeah, you can go, whatever, whatever. So I go and do the, the church gig. They paying me $100. Hmm. I come back and talk to the pastor, yeah, yeah. which is my dad. <laughs> like my, like my guy. My guy. <laughs> my guy's paying my me. Guy's paying <laughs> <me>. <laughs> they paying the five yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I need the five. <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> he ain't trying to pay the five. Yeah. My guy, what are you doing? So. That's how I, you know, start getting leveraged and then negotiations. Yeah. And then yeah. obviously other pastors would come and, you know, preach and man, your son is yeah. yeah, he could come play at my church. I'll give him three fifty and I'm hearing the conversations. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm seeing my value. Like, oh, this is okay. Like, you know, so when I move out, it was one of those pastors that was like, uh that had a church that was like, yo, man, you know, if you move, boom, boom, boom. I hit him up. So now I'm making like, I think. I think he was giving me like six hundred a week. What? And like my rent was Tank like is so jealous right now. My my rent he's was so jealous. Uh, I'm not going. Well, to it was like there. it was it was like he's hot. Two. It was two fifty a, a service. We did two services on that Sunday, and then I had to go like play praise and worship for like ten minutes for like hundred and fifty dollars or something like that. I he was, never he was in the church. I never got more than hundred and fifty for us for an entire Sunday. These were different times though too tank. No, it's the same Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well see won't he do it? Won't he do it? Alright, so there we were cruising through the new open air zoo when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work, in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. 
I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I knew guys from church, but I I never, I never seen it from a California sense, Mm. right? Because the Bay Area church is different than the LA church. Right. Sure. Our churches is different. No facts. You know, like it's 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 not like you don't really do both in the bay. Either you're a street nigga right. or you're a church nigga. Yeah, that's you're true. not a church street nigga that's in the true. bay. Yeah, that's true. In L.A., it mixes. Yeah, you know facts. what I mean? Like literally, it mixes where it's yeah. like they was on they was fresh on the block to now playing in the church. Yep. We don't got no gangster musicians. Not for us. I never knew him. Now, you know, I'm sure some niggas that's going to be in the comment like, nigga, I've been in the hood right. and playing the organ. Okay. I, that's no, I didn't you, know. You confirming everything. <laughs> you know you confirming the same thing for me. That was the first time I saw it when I came to LA. Yeah. That's crazy. I was like, I was like that nigga robs banks <laughs> and he can play a hell of an organ. <laughs> I'm it's, sure it's something of. different no, out here. No, no, no. It's something it really different. Yeah, yeah. but, it, but it really is something different out here, though. You no, know what real, I mean? So, real. you know, I, man, please tell a story, bro. Like, how did y'all get to the Edmonds building? How did yeah. y'all get to the Edmonds building? Uh, honestly, like, um, to be truthful, Damon really took a liking to to me and um, and um. Like the the production and the stuff that I was doing at the time, it was I, I was a little. I've always been more musical, but at that time, like I told you, it was a lot of people that was telling me, you know, when you produce, you can't do this, you can't, you know, what I'm saying. So what were they telling you not to do? I mean, like, okay, so I was signed to Warren, right, and like, he he was basically telling me like all the shit that I was doing was fire, but I have to find a way to make it fit. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't know what that meant at that time. Right. So I just equated that as don't do that shit. Gotcha. Mm. You okay. Know what I'm saying? Okay. So it was like, all right, let me do something that's safe and, you know, whatever around here. And um, I was doing whatever I wanted with joy. Like gotcha. as far as not yeah. physically. There's no question, the of course. Um, and those songs were the songs that everybody was loving. Like I did a song called Energy, Carrie Hilson, like all these... It was just songs we were doing that everybody was like, yo, this sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. So Damon was hearing some, you know, everybody was hearing these songs. And he, like, and he was like, yo, I really love, like, you know, what you're doing. Like, like your musicality, you know, Damon. So, of course. Um, once he seen that, you no, know. No, Damon has an amazing eye for talent. No, amazing for sure. eye for talent. For sure. and ear, you know what I mean? And understanding, like, who's yeah. next. And, you know what I mean? Like, he's, he's, he's special in that space. Yeah, so, you know, for him to, you know... Um, so do you meet Damon before you met Tyrese? No, no. I met I met Tyrese first. Okay. And then um So Tyrese kinda, is how you got to the building there. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And um we were kind of just like, you know, of course we got the same parking lot. Mike is banging on me every day. You know, the security guard. Oh, like, who are you here to who yeah. are you here to see him? Mike is oh, me okay, again. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> he always pointed at you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, you know, as I'm going on the second floor, you know, naturally, sometimes I see Tank, sometimes I see Eric. Yeah. You know, some and I'm like, I don't want to say nothing, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, nigga, I love y'all music. Like, <laughs> you know, I, didn't, I didn't know what to do. So it was like, what do I do with my hands? Yeah. So I was yeah. like, fuck it. We're just going in in the room doing the shit and one day, I think I seen Damon, and we were talking outside. And he was like, oh, yeah, I know, you know, I choose it, boom, boom, and Warren, and da-da-da-da, and you know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, the conversation, he's like, man, you know, come up to the floor. So we came up to the floor. What I didn't know was that you had to sign some shit and or be signed. I didn't know that either. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when I came there. Yeah. But y'all niggas was already the niggas. Y'all was already a part of the underdog. So it was like for new niggas. Yeah. Oh, nigga, you got to when you come up here, you got to sign some shit. When you come on the floor, nigga, before you, you're not seeing. It's a door that's closed. You don't know what's behind yeah, the door. door. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a desk. It's a nice young lady right mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Sign this shit and go past the shit. Oh shit! Okay. I never signed the shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I All always right. called Damon and was like, "Yo, I'm oh. right here at the da-da-da-da-da. come get me. I want to sign this." <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so that created the the you know the bond and the way that I was coming mm-hmm. on the floor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now everybody else, I don't know, but that's how I like start you know coming and just seeing what was going on and meeting Eric and you know Tony and you know what I'm saying. Start kicking it with Rob Knox, and Rob Knox kind of like show show me the play. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he was there. All right, this is the room. Like, don't ever go in there. They always working in there. Boom, boom. That's when they writing. This is da, da, da. you can always come in my room, and that's Damon's room. All right, cool. All right, boom. And Damon come out. Hey man, you can go in my room. So I would just be in his room trying to figure shit Big out, speakers. and it was like that's literally <laughs> the, yeah the Osbergers like that's just, and that's literally like where and how I may take you down. Because he just let me come up on the floor and I'm just, you know, figuring shit out. Like, there was no reason for me to be there, but just to learn and be wowed by all the niggas that yeah. I respected. Yeah. yeah. So Tell I'll, us the story behind Take You Down. Yeah. Take You Down. Okay. Yeah. I'm in Damon's room and um, 
I went downstairs to get high because you can't smoke in the studio, which I hated. So I went downstairs, propped the door, get high or whatever. I come upstairs and I, I hear the beat in my head while I'm smoking and shit. So I'm like, all right, cool. I just hear that. Like, like I yeah. hear that shit. So I'm yeah. like, all right. So I go back upstairs. I don't know this shit because I do, you know, NPCs and keyboards and shit. This is my introduction to using a DAW. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A digital audio workstation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were using Logic. So it's just a keyboard and Logic. I'm like, fuck, let me just hear. So I'll just go through the shit. I think it was some Rob Knox kits loaded in there. I'm just doing shit until I find the shit that I, you know, doom, doom, so I do that shit, do the beat, build out the rest of it. It's just going, it's going. And then I get to the part where I want to go to the next section and the MIDI sustain is like just going and you I don't keep, know how to you know fix how to it. Stop. Yeah, you got, you got, you got, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to say I'm too prideful, but I was, I didn't want to go and tell somebody, fuck these niggas session up or <laughs> yeah. ask one of you elite hey. ass niggas. Hey guys, uh, hey, uh, sustain. I'm on the bench over here. How do you open this Gatorade? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? How do you open this Gatorade? <laughs> fuck, nah. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to figure you this stupid. shit out. So I'm up there just trying to figure it out. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to just move all the shit to it just die out. So on the part, so that stays. So when it does the dun 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 dun, dun then it's like dun. Oh shit! Here we go. Oh, that shit. wasn't on purpose. That was a real accident, and I just didn't want to tell niggas like, like I accidentally did that. Or how, or how do you fix that? Like, nobody said nothing. I'm like, oh my god, they like it. Just add the bubbles, add new bubbles after they sustain. <laughs> I already know what you're talking about. I'm like, what the fuck? So I didn't know how to drag, go yeah. cut, splice the shit. I didn't know. You know, so so when I get to that part after I paste it, I you know, play it again, I turn it up a little bit. Damon comes in the room, like literally like seven minutes after I'm like doing it. He's like, yo, what is this? I'm like, I don't know, like just I'm <laughs> trying to do something. like, this is going on Chris Brown. And then he walked out the room. No cap. And I was like, nigga, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking in my head, like, like that never happens. Right. Like, nobody tells you, like, I'm going to do this. And then they do it. Yeah. Nah, that doesn't happen. So I just finished the shit and um, didn't know that Damon took what I did. They finished it, it did the bridge, went up in A, yeah. Harvey, they went, and y'all end up writing, doing all the shit, and um, I'm on the second floor, you know, regular business, and my lawyer called me like, hey, do you have a, a single coming out on Chris Brown? I was like, uh, no, I don't, well, do I? <laughs> <laughs> I remember the conversation, I was like, no, I don't think so. I was like, wait, do I? He was like, we just got something from the underdog saying that, you know, boom, boom, boom. I'm just like, this it all is started, crazy. Yeah, it all started clicking. I'm like, Damon was the first person that told me that I'm going to do this. And he did it. And it happened, yeah. And that's why I don't care what what nobody think, whatever. If Damon called me today, I'm going to answer the phone. Yeah, yeah. I'm just that type of nigga. Like, yeah. I'm a loyal nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like. That was something that they didn't even have to do, you know, or they could have just took the idea and just 
ran with just it. Just said, hey, let's reproduce this. And you know what I'm saying? Now I'm fighting it. Nah, you didn't really do that. We don't care. Like, mm-hmm. niggas do that every day. Right. Because you, know you also did it on their property. Exactly. It's not like it was in your computer. It was on the, like, because yeah. this, th- this is a thing. So for them to, no for facts. them to, um, you know, to stay solid mm-hmm. in that type of situation, because you you wouldn't have won that in court. You wouldn't have won that in court. Here's the thing. You remember when I told you that sheet that everybody's supposed to sign? You didn't sign it. You didn't sign it. That's the leverage. I got you. So, you know, because I didn't sign that sheet, I had a little bit more leverage. But at the same time, you never needed it. Wasn't even I, a yeah, question. It ain't yeah, about that yeah, because the yeah. relationship was yeah. cool. And Absolutely, was, and that's why I like talking about experiences that happen like that as well as experiences that don't you know what I'm saying sure. because it's like you have to let people know like this shit ain't always fire and it can always go however because they're the underdogs it's they shit so just like all these other artists that's getting fire overnight they got the company it's they shit if they want to pay you two dollars for the beat do you want to go viral or not that. take this two dollars shut the hell up or leave and, and they, was this your first placement? That was my first placement like that. That was my first single. That was like my first big placement. Okay. Um, I think the first place, my first placement was, my very first placement is not worth mentioning. My my uh, first place in that, <laughs> first placement that I would like to talk about is Bobby <laughs> that I would like to talk about. Bobby Valentino, uh, <laughs> Gangster Love with my cousin okay. Swift. Hmm. And really my cousin Swift did the whole beat. He had did it. Um, I was working with him at the time. And, um, you know, we were the band for Bobby Valentino and Tim and Bob really took a liking to us and our music. And the shit that we was doing at the time just wasn't as fire as the shit that, you know, Swift did. Like we had the musicality, but not the sonics and like, you know, figuring out the mixing and shit. So Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Swift uh, on that. But yeah, that was the first placement we did. When was your first real check for a placement? First real check was, I think I was still 17, or I might have been 18. It was with um, uh, Billy Moss that gave me the check. Billy, Billy Moss. Moss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Billy Moss can Shout find out the my check. Guy, Billy Moss. He's going to yeah. find that moolah. He's going to yeah, find yeah. that money. Yeah, yeah. He's going to find some shit. You know hear I me? Mean? Um, yeah, he, uh, I think it was Formula One was the group's name and it was some beat I did at that studio and um you know they liked it enough to pay for it I think it was $2,500 I was like ooh I'm rich I ain't never going back to doing that no y'all need some more yeah yeah I got like 15 of these on the CD if you (laughs) (laughs) You hear me that's not CDs left and right yeah slossing what we doing Mm -hmm. but yeah no that was like the first real you know what I'm saying? And that was like before I start going to underdogs. You know what I'm saying? That was before I got signed to Warren. I got signed to Warren around like 19, something like that, 20. Then T.I. signed me around like 23 or something after I did Take You Down, around like 23, something yeah. like that, 24. And then we started a production company together and I moved to Atlanta to work with him. Um, so T.I. signs you as a producer? We or as a writer. Well, we started a production company together. together. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he wanted he wanted to produce, and my lawyer basically was like, "Yo, he want to 
he needs like a Scott Storch to a Dr. Dre. I'm like, nigga, I'm both. Like, what are you? <laughs> he's 50 Cent. And I'm I'm Scott Storch and Dr. And Dr. Dre. Dre. But yeah. I he's you know, but he had he had previously did beats. I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. And okay. I and I wasn't aware of nothing. Like I just knew rubber band man. Right. So I wasn't like ever a tip fan, none of the shit. So mm-hmm. it was just like how did he find you? He just he just heard take you down and look. We had the same attorney. Gotcha. So he was mm-hmm. talking to my attorney. He was like, "Man, I need somebody that can, you know, I'm trying to get back on the beats, and I need somebody that can help me, you know, formulate the ideas." And he's like, "Yeah, I got uh, Mars, you know, boom, boom, boom." So he, we got on three way, and he's like, "Yeah, man, you know, hey, man, shit, man, privileged, you know, what I'm saying, shout, when can you come out to, when can you come out today?" Yeah. I'm like, shit, man, I'm ready when you are. All right, shit, I'm going to get the flight. I'll send it to you tonight. I'm like, oh, wait, no, not that fast. Man. Like, <laughs> like, like, maybe like two days. Like, yeah, give me a couple days, You know man. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, work on my ride situation. I had no car at the time. I remember I walked from my apartment to eat. I was on Magnolia. I walked up to the apartment, and this nigga calling me. I'm on the three-way, like. So we, we're we going to talk about that. Yeah. What? Because I'm a timeline guy, right? Okay. You just said you did take you down. Mm-hmm. Had had other deals. Mm-hmm. When Ti called, you did not have a car though. Mm-mm. Just so, like you said, we're giving real information yeah. about how the music business works. Absolutely, sacrifice. So, in 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 all transparency, mm-hmm. was it that you did not make money off of these things, or was it that you blew it? Nah. Um, so I had gotten a car accident, and then after I got in a car accident, I was kind of like. You know, trying to figure my shit out. You know, I got to get rides and, you know what I'm saying? Um, so you had a couple dollars in? Yeah, not enough to just go get a, a new car from an unprecedented accident. Yeah, you know right, 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 right. I had enough money to pay my bills mm-hmm. and, you know, stay afloat. So, um, so yeah, so at that time, like I always like to say, sacrifice over security. It's okay. easy to go. I could have went and got a bucket or, you know, do some right. shit, but I, I, I know that if I just keep doing what I'm doing and you know something's going to happen like i.e. the call that I had you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying okay so boom so we had that call and um you know and then I fly out to go work with him and that was like the first time that somebody actually paid me that much money cash you know what I'm saying in my that was the first time I seen like somebody just take out their money like out their pocket like oh here you go you know what I'm saying? And I was like... And that was for you to do the production team with him? Yeah. That was like an advance, an advance. towards yeah. any uh, money that we would receive from our production team. So like, you know, it was a short project, but you know, he we did like the LeBron James movie. We did some them franchise board, like just yeah. random shit. Uh, Young Joe, we did like... We had a song on More Than The Game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we did mm-hmm. like, you know, like five or six you know, placements or something like that. Um, and then um, and then they had the Scream Tour. And me being, you know, the workaholic and wanting to do all the shit, when I first get out there, he like, man, get whatever you want for, you know, the studio. So I'm like, being modest, I'm like, all right, cool. Um, let's get this keyboard. This nigga bought everything. Full drum set. The shit that had the virus T.I. Just because it say T.I. on it, he bought the T.I. <laughs> <laughs> he bought everything. It's going to look good in the studio. I'm look looking good. at the Jocko. Exactly. Yeah, it's going to look good in the studio. Oh, man, you see my name. Yeah, you, you, see, you, see, you see what I'm doing. I see the Jocko bass, bro. 
a replica of the Jocko. I'm just sitting there like, he like, you want that bass? I'm like, hell no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like twelve thousand, ten thousand, that's like crazy, something crazy. Like, you want that bass? I'm like, nah. We're about to leave. We walking out. The guy is like, hey man, where do you want your certificate of authentic authentication? I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like for the Jocko. This nigga bought me a Jocko bass. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I've been around niggas for since niggas been niggas. Yeah. And he don't know me from a man on the moon. This man has this the first day that he he sees the value in me. Mm -hmm. He he knows I don't know none of his songs. Um, we not friends at this point. We just meeting. Like yeah. we about to do music and business together. Like, why are you do? Why are you doing this? Southern hospitality, brother. Fuck Southern hospitality. <laughs> that shit was a start of a real bond and friendship and a relationship. But I mean, you when I say man? Southern hospitality, it's like. You find with guys like Tip, like the the, I mean, for some reason that Southern bag is unlimited. When they get millions of dollars, mm -hmm. that shit stretch down there like yeah, because they they never, literally turn warehouses into clubs right. in the middle like, of the like, South, man, and then they go get a honey bun for every hosting. And like so, no, when they get it, they, oh, they get, get it, it. because it's, and plus those all those states connect. You they all know, connect. They, they all connect. So it's like oh it's yeah, paper yeah, bags yeah. And one everywhere. night you in Mississippi, Georgia, oh, whole circuit, and, and, and Tip was I mean? getting the real Facts. six figures Facts. every yeah. stop. Facts. But it's but so, it's, but, it's, but he saw him. He like asked you said, for you. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's yeah. so, and he saw the value. He immediately knew I got to pour into this kid in order to get the most out of him for what we're trying to do together. Yeah, yeah. And it's something I say to you all the time. And you say you you say it about going where you want it. Mm -hmm. Reach. I yeah. think it's some. I think it's something people people press. Facts. People press at things that aren't for them, mm -hmm. or situations that aren't yeah. for them. Mm -hmm. Everybody isn't for everybody. That's in in personal relationships, business relationships, romantic relate, whatever Facts. it is. People are like, no, no, I just need to be with her. Mm -mm. She don't really like you, yeah, dog. Right. Chill. Right. Read the room. Read the, Read the goddamn you know room. <laughs> like she don't really like you. Yeah, and we got to look at business like that yeah, too. Right. Facts. Yeah. It's some people that see the value in you and they're just like, you know what? He could use that. Yeah, she could use that. This is something that will help this thing grow. Right. Because this is a talented young man who. He don't just want it just to look at it. He gon' he, he gonna, gonna do play this. Right. He gonna Facts. do something with that. Facts. So this twelve thousand, nothing. It don't mean nothing. In the in the in grand scheme to, of motivation yes, and exactly. morale, yes. exactly. And I, I just think that's a, something that's very important when you see somebody that 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 you feel like you should invest in. Mm -hmm. You should invest in them, and Facts. we've done it plenty of times. And sometimes it comes back, and sometimes it doesn't. Right. But. I felt like this needed to be invested in, and, and hopefully, for some of the people that don't even work with me anymore, hopefully I gave them a step up yeah. exactly. into what they're going to become. I always, I always tell people, man, just if it don't work out, just come back and say thank you. Mm. That's it. Because I'm going to make my money. Niggas is prideful, bro. I've been able to make my money in this business. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm not asking you to come back and, and, and drop a 10 on me or something. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, when you see me in these streets and you are who I thought you would become, mm -hmm. just say thanks. 
And guess what? 80% of them niggas is not going to say thanks. So what you have to do is have a podcast like <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? 
That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The reason why I felt like I was a lot more advanced than other people was because I thought that these niggas that was sampling was playing all the shit. I thought Timbaland oh, was shit. playing everything. I thought so Jay just, Dilla was playing everything. I thought that was the ball. So in your mind, you have to play everything. You, you, you have haven't play, heard. You, 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 don't haven't, know, you, you, can't, you can't recall those records because you never heard those, you heard okay, those so, records. You ain't seen them make them or nothing. Right. So, so here's what we share in learned creativity. Exactly. Because I use Timberland as my foundation to learn how to really wow. produce. Wow. So I would, on my nine tracks, on my PVDPM4, yeah. Yeah. remake Timberland records. And I didn't know those were samples. I didn't know. I don't know how you did those sounds. I didn't know where any of that shit came from. But I would just try to make the sound Some, sound yeah, something exactly. close. Whatever I had to do, and so that's how I learned how to, in a sense, like sound make, design, make samples within the music that I make. Right. Because I didn't start off sampling. Yeah. But then when I got my NPC, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> been killing myself <laughs> the whole time <laughs> taking three hours to do something nigga, that take what? 15 minutes nigga, I, I bought a, I bought a, uh, a CD store going out of set going out of business and had boxes of CDs it's just it's right heaven but the fact that y'all could create that yeah is also something that has helped y'all in y'all career absolutely and that's I, mean? I, I think that's what I you know that's Once what again, I'm again taking like, the stairs yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Cause you just felt you didn't know, like, like again, we we didn't have the insight. We're not, yo, we in the studio making the beat. You don't know how they creating the beat. Right. You don't know they. Oh, he sampled this and right. he used this. Or record. You don't know like, that Greg Filling Games was in there. Yeah, no. I did, listen, <laughs> I didn't have I didn't have an on call the best. I didn't have an on call guitar player. Right. So I had right. to learn guitar voicing. So mm-hmm. that when I played my nylon, that was me. You know what I'm saying? The jazz it, guitar. It, it the sounded. Like, like a, a real guitar, guitar. Was that, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> come on, you had to the pitch the band, system, all that, yeah. all that. Yep. So nice. it, again, not taking the stairs. I mean, we really, I mean, not taking the, the elevator. elevator yeah. We really took stairs. No man. facts. Yeah. Facts. Sometimes a sand dune. <laughs> Trying to get up. God, you keep sliding down keep the hill. Sliding down. <laughs> yeah, you know that's whack. Well, I'm gonna try it again. Yeah, well, I'm gonna try it again. No, that was crazy, man. But you know, you, it was essential though. You, you, okay, when do you get to become a DJ? Because what, <laughs> when do you get there? Uh, because now you have such an understanding of music and now you know how music flows and being, becoming a DJ now is, is obviously, or is it as easy a transition as, as it is from coming from band production and yeah, all that? Yeah, it was. It was, yeah, yeah it was um, a lot more easier than what I thought. Um the, the real thing that happened was I wanted to do it and I didn't want to tell nobody because I don't like doing shit unless I can do it as best as I can do it. Yeah. So I practiced for like five years. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So I, I bought a, a CDJ around like 
maybe like 2014, 13, something like that. And I just had it in my house and I fuck around every now and again. Not as not every day, but you know, just every now and again. But I didn't get the concept of it. Um, I just knew that I wanted to have it either as a sampling tool or to be able mm. to incorporate my music or something, you know? Mm. So I just had it. So I was fucking around. And then um, I started doing this thing on Sundays uh, after church, which is funny. Uh, and I just started having like a gang of homegirls and homies come through. We just drinking, kicking and smoking, making beats and all kind of shit. And then like one of those times, I'm like, let me just hook my shit up. So I hook my shit up and just start fucking around. But fast forward to like maybe three or four years later, I'm fire now. And I know how to, I've already like been like, oh, let me take some of my musical compositions and put it in the DJ shit and scratch and like pitch shit up and chop shit up and use it in the beats. So I'm like doing all kind of, I'm like, oh shit, I'm in a studio by myself. Like I won, I figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All that shit. I'm like, yeah, like fuck. So then by that time, I'm like, well shit, let me just start fucking around with records. So now quarantine has mm-hmm. hit. And, uh, you know, niggas is like, you know, on Twitch. So I was on Twitch DJing. And people be like, oh, man, I seen you. Oh, thanks, man. I needed that. Boom, boom. I get off the Twitch and I got like, you know, $300 on my cash app. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like the Twitch. I'm like, this is crazy. But then I'm looking at the Twitch and I'm like, you were live for six hours. Like, six hours? God damn, my back hurting and shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But yeah. you just having a good time, though. That's when I realized that I really fucking love that shit. So, like, the uh, informative and... How can I say? I like try to to try to get the most information that I can. So I yeah. hit the best people I knew that DJ. So first I hit Battlecat. Battlecat came through, and once he came through and showed me, it changed my whole shit. I was like, "Oh, I can produce while I'm DJing." No, and that just changed my whole shit. So now I'm the drummer. I'm the musician. I could be the keyboard player. I could take the keys from this record. Because now it's about catalog and knowing as much music as possible. Yeah. So anything I hear, I'm like, okay, shit, I could put, damn, that's Stevie Wonder. Those strings from Village uh, Ghetto Land would go crazy on this. Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, now you're dissecting it as musical instruments Man, opposed yeah. to just the songs and Because the you used to, you couldn't isolate back in the days. Now, the isolation is crazy. So... Oh my god! It's so I was like, crazy. so after I learned that, I was like, I'm done. Like, I had our DJ artistic pull up, a couple other DJs, you know, just to make sure I was doing like, you know, doing my shit. And um, after that, it was a rap. I called Dave and Buster's. Yo, I want to do a West Coast Wednesdays. I want to come up there and DJ. I called Dave and Buster. You just called up there. I love Dave and Buster, bro. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> I fucking love David. I don't know where that was I going. I love David because Buster. it was like nigga said. So first thing I did called David and Buster. This was the perfect <laughs> opportunity to DJ. You like you get to DJ around what people. What David Buster's is this? I'm just which hear one? Me out, hear me out. The <laughs> one in Hollywood. In Hollywood. The one in Hollywood. But hear me out. The first. The first. Um, I had a meeting at Dave and Buster's just because I love David Buster's and I was wanting to do something there, but. You know, once I start DJing, I'm like, oh, shit, this will be perfect. Like, I could DJ there just to, you know, see what the fuck is going on before I start, you know, t- hitting up these lounges and clubs gotcha. and charging a million dollars. Cool testing so, ground. Yeah. 
Because they're not here to see me anyway. Yeah. You're here to yeah. come have fun. Have and fun. then if you hear something fire, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like the challenge. So boom, I hit them up. West Coast Wednesdays, I'm up there DJing. They made it work. And then um, we start just like getting so many motherfuckers that was just like, yo, so um, what are you going to do next? And we gonna and now my regular life as my guy Mars or my great life as my guy Mars you know, it's still moving, and I'm like trying to just be a DJ, and it's like, nigga, you got a session you got a, you next got, Wednesday, and you, you may have to go out of town. Yeah, yeah you may have to go. But you're chasing the passion. Yeah, exactly. The passion. Yeah. So I'm like, but I really love this shit. So realized I couldn't really do it, so I just start putting other people in position to be there. You know, what I'm saying, um, like Blast DJ, you know, uh, Crystal the DJ, different people yeah. like that, and um, you know, that turned into like a great relationship to be able to have like all the Dave and Buster's locations in California. So I started curating talent for all of So all six locations, um, like every week. So you took and over Dave and like, Buster's? Yeah, for like two months. But the way that I did it though, That's crazy. was I had, I would go on my live and I'd be like, yo, if you are a dope artist, a dope singer, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on my live right now. I want to hear what you got, boom, boom, boom. I can get you some food, pay you $250, and you could come perform at Dave & Buster's. So oh, yeah. that was like something like people start, you know, creating a following. Right. People is hitting me up. The Orange County, hey, who is Taylor Taylor? She was amazing and da-da-da. Yeah, or, yeah. Or who is this person? Like, they came late and da-da-da-da. Yeah. They asking for drinks, and they're in the outside smoking weed. And <laughs> all that. So it's like it's all you it. get to experience, you know what I'm saying, like, the whole shit, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And what comes with... And you were given opportunity. Exactly. So it was like, I'm not fucking up my yo opportunity. You take the that's opportunity you. and, you know what I'm saying? I'm not in San Diego. If you don't show up, that's on you. You know what I'm saying? So I think it was dope because they gave me a, a platform to be able to extend the opportunities I already give. You know what I'm saying? But it was, you know, a, a fire thing to be able to DJ and then still be able to transition. So when I... uh Worked with uh, Brody, and he start, he got his deal, and I started doing um, playing for him and musical director for him. My mm-hmm. setup is I'm his DJ, so okay. I have my DJ setup, my roles, and the keyboard. Nice. So it's like I'm doing the, oh, yeah. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, I'm, right. It's like, so now it's a part of the experience, and, you know, me hearing things a certain way I can execute it, opposed to just me being there just DJing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And not playing, so. Yeah. All because your daddy told you to go play the organ <laughs> while he sang Amazing Grace. E, probably. This right. is what, no, for, for sure, though. That's what it all comes back to. No facts. As you're doing that, I'm watching you as a little yeah, look kid. Here, right, like, right, right. Confused at first, and right. now you didn't like, figure it out. What the fuck is this? Controlling yeah. the church. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, all of these things, and that's the. We go back to it. Stop skipping steps. Yeah. Right. These right. things will lead to other things. That's true. You know what I mean? And, and the more you put into it, the more it gives back to you. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? I, I, I preach this to my son. I mean, I, you know, like me and him talk about it in his life and the things that he wants to do. I'm like, listen, mm. just put the work in. But the specific work. Right, yeah. right. You know what I mean? Be because there is a thing called a hamster wheel mm-hmm. where you run in place. Facts. I'm running. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fast as a motherfucker. <laughs> And there's a difference between an actual running a marathon 
and getting right. somewhere right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are being on this hamster wheel and going nowhere yeah. exactly work can be put in but if you haven't identified okay i'm going to work at a b and c this is going to get me to this step this mm-hmm. like life takes planning right mm-hmm. right even on accident facts <laughs> Like life takes, you got to be prepared for when that opportunity comes for you. Mm -hmm. So, or, you know, when you, when you have that chance to say, you know what, I'm going to call Dave and Busters because I just like it. But then going and actually delivering something. Right. Because on the other side of that, you are of value to this place because now people are buying more little mini burgers. Right. (laughs) Niggas are shooting more, more hoops. Right. Because they know that. Mars, my guy Mars, has West Coast Wednesdays. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's showing new talent. But then on the flip side of that, you're giving them an opportunity. So now you... You're everything. Your, your reach is growing. As you were introduced. Facts. <laughs> As you were introduced. Look, you know what I mean? I, mean I, I, I appreciate that, man. I just think, you know, it's a lot of people that um, have been before us that we've taken on a lot of you know, um, great experiences, great memories, great traits from these people, and also the bad experiences we've been able to, you know, navigate to where we know how to inform other people, whether you take it or not. Yeah. We could tell just, hey, the stove, I'm just letting you know the stove is hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As long as I can do that, I don't feel, you know, as bad. And as long as I can give as much as I can give while I'm here, then I'm good. Because, you know, I just want to die empty. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I want everything that I'm trying to do to be done. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's that's the whole point. Like my son is five years old, and you know, um, I say the people that I, I'm used to talking to the most are not here anymore. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, it it starts putting it gives you more real perspective. Perspective. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Of like what you're doing with your time, <clears throat> and I'd rather. Not just you know come here and just be like yeah man I'm you know thanks and we talk about all the shit and not be able to give real inf- information real valuable information and you know as much as I can while I'm here you know what yeah. I'm saying so I think that's like the main thing is just like yeah I want I want to DJ I want to sing I want to write I want to do all the shit I know I can, I can do you know what I'm saying especially if it's people out here that's doing it way. More terribly than way, it can be done. Way worse than you. Way more terribly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Way more terribly. Yeah. yeah. No, because you know that, that 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 is something where I think for me and and you know people were asking me about singing again, right? And now and this wait, you, why again? It's what do you mean again? Well, you know, I I take I, I took. I guess I could say I take, I've taken breaks, but I took a long break to focus on another part of my career and things that I wanted to develop as far as, you know, just, just my mind and me being on the executive side. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't focus on being an artist at that time or doing songs, not, not to the level I wanted to do them at. Gotcha. So, but I think, you know, once Tank truly convinced me to get back into that space, I think the the outlook I took on it was, I'll just create the music that I don't hear, mm-hmm. that I would like to hear. Mm-hmm. Not even caring about whatever 
somebody else made or didn't make and exactly. me feeling a way about or having an opinion about whatever they were making, I was just like, you know what? I would actually like to hear this song, even if it was on somebody else. Right. So, you know what? I'll sing it. That's fire. You know what I mean? That the, and, and that was a, a big part of the motivation for me. That's dope. It's, it's like, okay. And, and anything, you know what I mean? Okay, our podcast. A big part of our podcast is that we wanted to give something. We wanted to be an alternative to certain things. Yeah. I'm not going to complain about whatever other podcasts and what they say on there. Right. Do our own shit. It doesn't matter to me. Right. You know what I mean? I actually salute them for going and doing the work. But on the R&B Money podcast, right. mm-hmm. our podcast is set a certain way. We're going to do a certain thing here. We're going, we're going to celebrate. We're going to give information. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. the journey. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about the journey with people from different walks of life. Right. Yes, it's called the R&B Money podcast. So as soon as you hear R&B, that's the first thing you're thinking. But me and this man are on. I'm about to say, y'all niggas ain't gonna not never not be here, right? Yeah, we got <laughs> This is you it's know enough R and B in it. You know what I mean? So for us, I I can interview anybody off the street if I want to. Right, mm-hmm. facts. Mm-hmm. Because we're gonna get back to the R and B within it. Right. Yeah. But it's just creating things that we would like to see. Yeah. And that's truly, in my opinion, what God gave us. Absolutely. Yeah. The gift to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, I I don't like that, okay, I can. I think I came up with an idea for the things I do like. Yeah, and maybe some more people will like it with me. Yeah, right. You know what I mean. And and I think you've you've done really well in that space. And even because Tank 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 kind of touched on this earlier, as far as your discography, mm-hmm. Take You Down sounds nothing like Stronger. Yeah, or Stronger sounds nothing like Compton. Compton. Yeah, <laughs> or Compton sounds nothing like what it feels like. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like those, those are energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Facts. None of these records sound alike. So to me, what I believe is that these are just records you liked and something you wanted to hear, and now people have taken to them. No, for sure. Yeah, and you've created a career off of it. Absolutely. And you weren't. You like you you. As you evolve, it's like you evolve into so many things to where um, there's no box. There's nothing that can hold you. Yeah. So from a creative standpoint, like you become you become limitless. You can walk in any room Absolutely. and fit in. I mean, I think there's I think there that comes with the intention as well. Though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you know can intend on being the best pop producer mm-hmm. and just stay in that lane, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think my thing was, I've always been about the music and the ego is, the biggest ego is the song for Mm. me. Mm. So it's like, if I'm walking into a room to contribute something, I'm trying to do the best for the song. Mm -hmm. So it's not about- It's not about your signature. Yeah, so I never thought of like, doing a tag or yeah. none of that mm. shit because I want you to like the music before you like me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I want you or like like me for the music. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But that's what you're processing and getting first is the music. You're getting the emotion, the education, all of the things we were just talking about. You're getting all of that with what I'm putting into the music. So why would I take that away by saying, my God, Mars on the beat. And then... <laughs> take take you down, come on. Like, 
It, is that the same my guy Marcy? Why? Yeah. That you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like it's taken for me, it was taken away from the song. So I never like I said, I never even envisioned working with artists. I just envisioned making music. So then I start working with artists, it's like, okay, how can I make the best song? Not like how can I make the world know it's me? Yeah. My thing was I felt like it was a compliment if you didn't know it was me. It's tailoring at an all time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I didn't at, want at, it at to a high be, level. I didn't want No, that's to, his suit. You're making you're making tailor mates clothes exactly. for those particular artists. Exactly. And nobody should be able to wear that. Exactly. You shouldn't even be able to wear it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So so on this path and of, you know, becoming a great producer, songwriter, DJ, artist, mm -hmm. like what do you see next for you? Um, well, I'm getting a little older, so now I'm more nigga, so. Nigga, we don't 13. get old in music, bro. Yeah, we I don't know, get old in music, but we bro. get yeah. old as performers. We get older I as mean, performers. Go put performers. on, go put on a marshmallow helmet, man, and they'll never know how old you are. They'll never know. <laughs> they'll never know. <laughs> they'll never know. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't even know who Marshmallow is. I was about to say. I at know that his point, name. I ain't even got to put I've the helmet. Me and him have probably been in the same room. I've seen him. Have we you? Just yes. literally said that. No shit. Y'all no, talking about that? Like we was literally. I was like, bro, he could have been at right next to me at Starbucks, bro. Like, I, I was. I was bowling one day and saw Gene Simmons. And I was like, I was young. I was younger, right? Mm -hmm. And I was trying to put it two, two together. I'm like, he look familiar, but he don't. And then I'm like, oh, man. Can, can you stick your tongue out really quick for me <laughs> so I can see? Pause. No. Well, that's how he was known. No, man. I'm sorry. This nigga, Pause, stay, stay trying to go viral, it man. This nigga wild, bro. You knew what I... No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm out. Let me out Said the car, though. I'm, I'm done. Let me out the car, though. Let me out, though. I was thinking face contract paint. Contract boy. You know what I mean? What Charles the White say? Contract boy. I was thinking face paint, man. No, <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, so there we were cruising through the new open-air zoo when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, 
or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're going to, yes, we're, and, and we don't plan on quitting no time soon either. You hear me? You, you know not. what I mean? Like, we're going we gonna to do our thing for a minute. That's, that's how we look. Until it ain't fun no more. Right now, we're having a great fucking time. Amen. You understand me? Mm-hmm. What you got what going you on now? Oh, he going. Oh, shit. He going. I knew it was, it was about to happen. Oh, shit. This is my minister of music. <laughs> you hear me? Okay. Brother Mars, my my guy Mars. Yeah. In your journeys through the galaxies. You've heard some music. Yes. Yes. You've made some music. Yes. A lot of timers. Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. You've gotten stronger. You've gotten stronger. Yeah. 
We want to know. From all this music. Uh-oh. Here we go. What's your top five? Yeah. Your top five. Top five. Yes. Your top five. What are they? R&B singers. R&B songs. Yes. <laughs> we wanna know. Come on. We know you know. Yeah, you know. The galaxy has shown. <laughs> My guy Mars. Yeah, your top Goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you say your top five, though, let's shout out the merch. Oh, love. You know what I mean? Because like, I know they've been paying attention to it. They've been seeing it. That's all come I on, man. Listen, me, man, listen we, we are celebrating business on here. Yes, sir. Get to the site. Come on, come on. Uh, come on. Yeah, it's in my bio uh, or mygamars.com, but it's in my bio on Instagram, mygamars. Okay. Uh, we got merch, we got candles. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, let me tell you about this. So, I got a candle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I got a candle. We got the regular candle, mm-hmm. and then I have a sound scent candle. Mm. Sound scent candle comes with a QR code, and I produce music exclusively for that candle that only fifty people will get. Every Come on, exclusivity! You better stop. With so you. yeah, yeah. That's loveflames.co, and then I have some wine, um, a wine line that just started as well, and it's, that's wineandvibe.com. So do you be in? In your backyard, stepping on grapes and shit? Is this- no, but I am going to go to a vineyard <laughs> very soon. To, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not like a foot. I'm, mm-mm. I'm not, <laughs> never my feet down. No, 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 I'm straight. All right, my guy, Mars. Yes, sir. Your top five top R&B five. singers. Mm. Top five R&B yeah. singers. Yeah, them vocals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just singing. Just singing. I'm going Charlie Wilson. Come mm. on. It's like a Usher Mario somewhere. Mm. Up there. Yeah. No, yeah. You can call yeah. both if you want. What you you making? Mm. You making them tie for one or you would yeah, I might have to tie for one. That's okay. your Mario yeah. tie. Yeah. Yeah. Mario Raymond. Uh, no. um. You said Mario Raymond? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. 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 I like that. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to go, I'm going to go Ty. Yeah. Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. He's so cold. Yeah. I like that, it. That nigga um, cold. That nigga's cold. I'm going to go, I got to put Cuz in the vibe. I got to put Tank in the vibe. That's crazy. Cuz is in the vibe. You hear me? You're in there, cuz. Tank is in the vibe. You're in there, cuz. You got your blue sweatsuit on, on the man, blue couch. Man, I to Lord, too. Yeah, yeah, I try yeah. To yeah. You hear you? Everything. Yeah. The couch. The Sergio. <laughs> I know who it is. You know who I, he, I know who Sergio is. You know who he is, is right? Yeah, I mean, it's a T on there. It's but a T on there. But it's Sergio. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that ain't no to me suit. No, that ain't no to me. <laughs> oh shit! They made, they made, I need one of them to travel in. Hey, hey. <laughs> to me. It might uh, be Tubi. 
got a Tubi sweatsuit though. I think I was on a movie. Oh shit! To be, we gotta call these people. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's I know you talking about. That's four. four. Thank you for the, for the blessing, <laughs> uh, my brother. And the booth's five. 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 I'm gonna go. Greatest vocal. You know what? This is gonna be just. This is just my personal one of my mm-hmm. personal yeah. favorites. Yeah. I know they know what I'm about to say. I'm going Michael McDonald. What do you mean? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just nigga. Just saying, I don't think that would be expected. Nigga? So I think that's but it's great a place. Cold yeah. pick. Cold. Yeah. Now I'm rolling. I'm Ooh, rolling. I love Michael McDonald. You hear me? Yeah, I'm rolling. Love Michael McDonald. I always I wanted to like have him like um, you know, sing at my wedding or something, but this have for taking too long. <laughs> Mars, your top five R and B songs. Top five R and B songs. Um Take you down is up there for sure. Why I'm not? Gonna put your record there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. Uh, Human nature. Ooh. Yeah. It gotta be a baby face song. Probably whip appeal. Why not? Yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever you want. Pretty brown eyes. Ah. Condition. Yes. And then I might Dun-dun. close it off with either lady or how does it feel. By D'Angelo. I'm going to tie for either one of those. I like it. I don't think. I like it. I don't think D'Angelo's catalog is talked about enough. Not at all. Yeah. No, yeah. Let's see. um, What else you got over there? Can't let him leave just yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, (laughs) you watch the podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I ain't saying no names. Huh. I ain't saying no names. Yeah, I ain't saying no names. I ain't saying no names. Where you was? Huh. Who you with? What you did? Don't say she. I ain't saying no hey. names. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you, you buff ass nigga? <laughs> 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 we, got, we got this podcast just to show off. <laughs> what? Goodness gracious. They got furniture moving and everything in here, man. Yeah. God damn. So, so yeah, you, you know where we at. You know where we at, man. Yeah. You yeah, know man. where we at, man. Yeah, man. We at the I ain't, I ain't saying no name. no name segment of the show. Very important. No, you didn't sing it. Yeah, yeah. Great. I know you didn't sing it. Sing it. I ain't saying no name. Right? So, right now, mm-hmm. tell us a story. Mm-hmm. Funny or fucked up? Or funny and fucked up? The travel of Mars. It could be your guy, or it could not be your, your guy, guy. Mm-hmm. or girl. That this this happened with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The only rule to this game is you can't say no names. That's all we. That's all we have. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Some fucked up shit. Just you. If you would you. like. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like That's what I would like mm-hmm. You know what uh, I mean uh, The first thing that comes to my mind Is this uh, session I had With this peculiar individual And Yeah you definitely been hanging out with T.I This peculiar <laughs> No I'm not really hanging I'll be watching a lot of this um, No like no, he was really peculiar. I mean, Marvin Gaye. Ain't that peculiar? No, I'm talking about the the, the verse. Just saying, I yes. heard it from Marvin first. 
But anyway, no, it was a peculiar individual because mm-hmm. I can't say their name. No, no, no. And it was a peculiar session because the individual wanted me wanted me to work with somebody else, and the combo was crazy. So I was in there working, and um, we're doing a, a remix for a song. And while we're doing a song, the the person that I'm working with, um, it's two producers, it's me and somebody else. And the person I'm working with, he like, you know, is programming the drums and stuff. So he programs the 808s and I'm like, they not really like pitch, like they not really in key. You know what I'm saying? Like you should just have me do it on the, you know, on the keyboard and like I can like make it like an 808. He's like, man, it's just this, this sound, sound fire, boom, boom, boom. I'm like, all right, cool. Excuse me. So the dude comes in. He's like, yo, let me hear what y'all work on. We played the song. And <laughs> he's like, you know, bobbing to it. And then we turn the beat off. And he's like, he turned the beat off. He's like, yeah, this is fire. It's just like the 808s is just like out of tune. <laughs> I look at this nigga like. And he's like. Oh man, he was like, I mean, like, I like it. It's like hip hop, but he was like, I'm gonna just send it to my 808. My, let me think of those, the right word. He said, I'm gonna send this to my 808 tuner. And I was like, and this was Mars back in the day. I was a lot less filtered and um, not as slow to speak. Mm-hmm. I mean, not you know. Yeah. So he's like, you know, this is a very expensive conversation. Like right. these are elite people. Right. I'm just in here, and um, I'm like, "Yo, uh, uh, why, why you want to send it to your 808 tuner if you got an 808 tuner right here?" Hmm. And he was like, "Well, if I have an 808 tuner right here, why aren't the 808s tuned?" And I just wanted to be like, because you're an asshole, but I didn't say it. (laughs) (laughs) And that was like, that was like the end of me just, I just melted after that. I was like, maybe I should not say shit to people I shouldn't say shit to. And that was the first time I like really got sunned like in front of everybody. I didn't care, but it was The person said that. The person whose song it was. Whose song it was, got you. Yeah, he's like. So it was almost like you should have caught that. And, Which I did. And Which you did. did. But but he's not acknowledging. The producer's not acknowledging. No, he's yeah. not. Like, he's, yeah. You know what? Mars did bullet. say, boo, boo, boo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he's sick. I'm like, all right. Just melt it and just, all right, I'm going to send this to your 808 tuner right now, huh? I'm going to track up the beats. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. And then from that moment on, I knew just, you know, if it's my session, mm-hmm. then I can like say the things that I'm thinking about but you know if you're not if you're not asking you got it champ you better than me Man, I that told that nigga I told niggas to tune them <laughs> damn 808 tune, tune well you know what we should tune this nigga up you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> super boss <laughs> but yeah okay no where I'm from tune me beat him yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just for you you know we ain't hollering just for y'all out there just you know I sure would have this mother yeah, cause that was crazy <laughs> 
these trashy out of tune eight oh is and I've heard so many so when you said that, my 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 skin started crawling because nothing irks me more than an auto out of tune eight oh eight. And there are hit records yes. with, with out of yes. tune yeah, for sure. eight oh eights. And sure. when I hear that shit in the club, I was like, this Jesus Christ. I'm, but I'm also trying to figure out I'm trying to figure out what level you gotta be on to have an eight oh eight tuner. I haven't, level. I haven't achieved that level yet. Or maybe I should just go find one. You just gotta so be the laziest. It gotta be part of my flaws. You gotta be the laziest. <laughs> Listen, this is what a this is what an eight oh eight tuner is equivalent to. Yeah, he pulls the grapes off the stems. Fuck that's, 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 that's the equivalent of an eight oh eight tuner. A grape puller. A grape puller. <laughs> Cause that's just like one. That's how we get the best wine. That's how we get the best. <laughs> we need him to survive. Yeah, yeah, you know he pulls it for <laughs> me, and then I eat it. You pause. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the equivalent. That's how ridiculous that is. Yeah, it is. That it's it not tuned. Cause all you have to do is this or that. Yeah. Hey man, this is a business full of flaws. Man, yes, I'm sure when he said it, it was a flaw. I'm a sinner. Oh, my God. Yes, it was. And he was wearing a tuxedo, just to add insult to injury. The and producer? a cummerbund. The artist. The artist? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. On purpose? Or did he have somewhere <laughs> on purpose? <laughs> did he have somewhere to go? He just came back from somewhere. <laughs> he came from somewhere, he, man. He, just, he had he just that on when I said it. He had that on when he said that. He no, had, he had it on. on. He had it on at the beginning of the session. Yeah. And he left. And he came back with the same tuxedo on. He had this tuxedo on all day. That was his vibe. He had business. He had big business, man. I know. He had 808 yeah. tune just yeah, bothered 808 me. Business. That bothered yeah, 808 business. That bothered me. Yeah, 808 business. That bothered me. So, yeah, it's people getting paid to tune 808s out here. So, you know, you never know. Hey, listen, if y'all are paying top dollars to tune 808s, I'm your guy. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna pull your grapes, boss. But I, I tune your, I tune your head away to you need. I got all the stuff you need. Tune eight oh away. Like we got some new eight oh for you. Uh, Mars, my guy. My yeah. guy. Um, man, thank you, brother. Yes. I know we've thank been talking about doing yeah. this for a minute. Man. No, for real. I appreciate and, nah, you. We, we appreciate had to you make sure. You, 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 you I know I've been banging hand. on y'all for it's a little bit. No, this you know is you family. We're the, we're, exactly. Come on, man. Yeah, no, you, it's all love. You belong up here. Love, man. Absolutely. Your, your information and, and and what you've what you continue to contribute to this thing, man. People got to know that. People got to know who man. you are and, and what this is. And this, you know, this is a beautiful thing what y'all doing. And I'm just glad, you know, um, the narrative is what it is. You yes, know sir. what I'm saying? Like the format, you know, it's fun. You know, it's informative. You know what I'm saying? And it's um, it's something that our culture needs. Yes, so, sir. You know. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all for real. Nah, we appreciate you, man. Flowers and all, man. That's just that's what we do. Uh, yes, sir. And then you know, you know, eventually when you get around to it, you know, maybe, maybe you'll produce some music for us. Man, you know, come on to the yeah. studio, not, stop playing. Not that you know, not we. So we, you, you've been on the pod. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we we up one. Come on, man. I'm just go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, players don't keep scoring. I'm just, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. You know, we playing right now. Yeah, we playing. We, <laughs> One, you I know what I'm saying? So, I need that hit, baby. That's an easy That's call, man. Yeah. Uh, my name is Tank. I'm Jay Valentine. And this is the R&B Money Podcast. Yeah, 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 the yeah. authority on all things R&B. Yes, and uh, 
My guy's wedding, your guy. Mm-hmm. My you guy, Sammy. Yeah. R&B Money is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Don't forget to subscribe to and rate our show. And you can connect with us on social media, at Valentine and at The Real Tank. For the extended episode, subscribe to youtube.com forward slash R&B Money. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.